Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Okay, welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. I'm Natasha Legero. And I am her wife. We are here in the woods, and uh, I'm having a pretty good day. Well, you know, I am having a less good day, and I'll tell you why. Our podcast producer wrote us a text message the other day saying, quote, I've been collecting feedback on Moshe's new look, (laughs) and I thought that it might be a good way to intro one of the episodes. I'm like, first of all, Nobody asked you to collect this feedback. <laughs> I'm like, don't do, don't send him this feedback. I spend so much time deleting negative feedback on my Instagram. You do? <laughs> no. But if someone writes something mean about you, I delete it. Really? Uh-huh. Who do pe- what do people say? Like I'm feedback. a lame weasel? <laughs> All right. Let's see what they got. We're going to read them. And let's just see if this is kind-hearted uh, ribbing or if this is cruelty. Okay. Cruel bullying. All right. You can do the first one. With a mustache like Moshe's, I find it hard to believe that he pushes threesomes hard. That doesn't make any sense. He's I'm being sarcastic. Oh, you're saying it is a threesome you pusher. You look like you're... De- yeah, you should might as well call your mustache a threesome pusher. <laughs> I like this next one. I think Moshe looks like Errol Flynn or Clark Gable. Well, Me too. Madeline, gotcha. I appreciate that, and I love the sentiment. And, might I add, you sound like you are probably a woman... Are you interested in a threesome with me and my mustache? Oh, I like this one. It says, it's a it's a comment on a, the video. It says, at around 9.55, <laughs> Moshe looks like Orlando Bloom. He kind of looks like one of the Memphis Three the rest of the video. Okay. <laughs> so they're saying, funny. like, you could freeze frame you to look good that with one. That is funny. That <laughs> in ni- at the nine minutes, 55 seconds, I looked good. But the rest of the time, I looked like a... Con- a falsely convicted murderer. So I, yeah, so I either look like a movie star or a hero for justice. So thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, looking like Simon Rex, uh, the, 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 the rap man, Simon Rex. Uh, yo, Moshe, when can I, where can I buy your homemade vegan soap? I don't think I look like a kind of like hippie, crunchy guy. Do you think? I mean, it's a funny roast, I guess. All right. So, Okay, then now we're getting into the mean oh, stuff. Oh, I like this one. Moshe looks like a drag queen on her day off. Well, thank you. I mean, aren't drag queens having a moment? Aren't they like the most popular cultural figure around? Now Mo- we're just getting into mean stuff. Moshe this- is in an abusive relationship with that mustache. <laughs> no, I'm I'm in an abusive relationship with my fans who like to bully me. Listen to this. This is just mean. I love you guys, but why does Moshe always look like a playground creep? The hair, the stash... All on the heels of the old pompadoured Max Headroom look with a buttoned-up shirt. Natasha, you got too much style to let him get away with the deliberate I-don't-give-a-fuck cultivated look. The thing is that these people, I would love, I would love that for that person, Todd is God is the name of this person. Todd God. I would love for you to send me a picture, one picture of your best outfit, your best look. If you think this is I-don't-give-a-fuck, I No, he's saying I-don't-give-a-fuck, like, cultivated. Yeah, like I look good. Oh, it's playground creep. Send me a picture of your best outfit, you motherfucker. 
Okay. Got another one here. Is it just me or does Moshe look more and more like Natasha's lesbian lover every episode? I don't hate it. It's just bizarre. I mean, how basic do you have to be to think, <laughs> oh, he's got longer hair. He looks like a woman. I mean, that's like, are you, what are you, a 1960s Marine fresh back from the war <laughs> screaming at the long hairs? Ah, now we, now we got uh, this I like. I like Moshe's look. I hope he goes full Rasputin. Well, you know what they say about Rasputin? He had a very large, thick penis with a mole on the head on the head of his uh, on the base of his penis that uh would uh, stimulate women's clitorises so yeah i hope i go full rasputin as well Ooh, i'd go for that natasha did you know that when you bought the new rv that moshe would start looking like a person who owns an rv all right i kind of think that's funny <laughs> there's something fun see that's a nice light-hearted roast it's not like this guy looks like a child molester uh, uh, and here we go. I'm sorry, but Moshe Kasher looks like Chris Hansen is about to ask him to take a seat. Why? Why <laughs> is it that I look like that? What is it about having a mustache that makes everyone on the internet start thinking of child molestation? Because people are sort of um, stuck when it comes to like people having style. They I just, know. They just kind of like... They're so basic. They have like restoration hardware brain. That's or, right. They're so basic that if somebody Or makes, whatever is like the most beige, plain, little risk. If somebody takes a small swing, they go, I, I, I don't, it looks foreign. Once <laughs> you go to a Ross Dress for Less and buy some fucking oversized mom jeans, Salvador Cali is killing it. I kind of like that. I don't think we need to read all of these. Uh, okay, let's see if there's any other funny ones. Moshe looks one side eye in the cafeteria away from joining his high school's trench coat mafia here. All right. I, I hated those guys. You hated the trench coat mafia that shot up the high school in Littleton, Colorado? No, but I just remember, like, in college, this guy who, who was, like, would always wear a trench coat was, like, really into me and would, like, slip me notes under my door. And that was, like, a thing, like, the weird trench coat guy. Um, who didn't talk to anybody. Yeah, I also hated the people that shot up the school. I didn't realize no, I that's what it was about. Oh, this, some of these are funny. How come motion capture? I don't like that because I've heard that joke before. But I do like this. Looks like a 1940s Dutch lesbian resistance fighter. <laughs> it's very specific. Uh, more serial killer stuff. I look like <laughs> BTK. Looks like I lost a bet on a horse. I like that. That's kind of funny. <laughs> like I'm a down on my luck kind of gambler. Natasha looking like a stunning goddess and Moshe next to her looking like a straight up serial killer from Rachel Franny. This is the thing I hate. This like pandering to women where it's just like, oh, Yaz, you're so beautiful. Oh, Yaz. And then like, oh, but actually uh, shaming the way men look. That's good. Oh, goddess, oh, goddess, oh, queen, Oh, just because queen. she finds me attractive, that yes. means that. Obviously, that's not true. You know, she can't really think you look like a stunning goddess. Right? It's woke. It's politically correct woke culture. That's the only explanation. Jaime Camille, your co-star from the CBS sitcom Broke, Moshe's look is on point. Now, that's one of the most handsome men I've ever met. So he knows what's happening. That's true. Yes. I like this. This is this one I think is actually funny. Jaime says, Moshe's look is on point. And then this guy, Peter Spark, says, to Jaime, Moshe's look is on parole. Now, that's funny. That's pretty that's good. That's funny. I like Pete Spark. 
I don't like these other people. Everybody can go to hell. Okay, well, now Let's that we've successfully activated motion. Hell yeah, I'm activated. <laughs> Why is it okay to just, I, I can't grow my fucking, and by the way, the thing that they're missing, all of these fucking little little trolls. Now, listen, if you got a good joke, I like it. But if you're talking, sh- talking shit, the thing they're all missing is, there's a reason my hair is long. It's because the fucking barber shops have been closed down for a year, you fucking pricks. It's not like I'm just like going off the deep end. It's like I also don't have the opportunity to cut my fucking hair, and I'm not going to look like shit like a bunch of you. Everybody that talks shit, I want you to send me a picture of you in your best. I Seriously, everybody that talks shit, send our producer, our bully of a producer who sent me all this stuff, a picture of you with your best look. And allow me to see if you even come close to looking as dope as I think that I look. You know what's interesting is the little kids that were potted with, they're asking me for fashion lessons. Yeah. And so I'm thinking of what their les- the first lessons are. And Night. they keep asking me, and I was going to tell them to not go with trends, go with things that look good on you. Um, that's great advice. That was going to be my first fashion advice for, you know, what do I want to in- put into a young person's head? I don't want to, like, say anything the truth is, like, I've been, I've been. That's ob- not untrue. I've been obsessed with clothes and style for such a long time that ninety percent of the time, when someone talks shit about the way I look, it feels like, like there's a, it feels like there's a, a person who recently lost their, like, a person with cataracts is making fun of the way that, uh, it, that something that a painting looks. I'm just like, oh, you don't understand how things look. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I. Well, also, it's like everyone should just dress how they want to dress. But also, I look fucking fly. These people don't... Just because you're, like, incapable of... See, it's like somebody listening to John Coltrane and being like, I don't know, I like Rock Around the Clock. That's that's a song. It's just like, oh, okay, cool, you basic fucking knucklehead. Like, send me a picture of your best look. Let's see if you in any way can dress. Like, okay, for example, I was talking yesterday about uh, how I did this tweet that was like, I love California and I never want to leave. Mm-hmm. That's all it said. And the the people who hate California, uh, read conservatives, got so activated by it. I got like 1,000 comments on it, including death threats and anti-Semitic slurs based on nothing but me saying I like California. But a lot, my favorite of them was people going, you've obviously never left California if that's how you feel. And then I would look at their profile and I'd be like one after another would be places where I've toured and been like, yikes, not for me, right? So the point is, if you're hating, it's probably because you don't have any style of your own. Do you think I'm being overly defensive? It could be, or it could be that I just actually know what dope shit looks like. So put it to the test. Send our producer a picture of your best look. Natasha and I, I'll be fair, uh, Natasha and I will look at it together. We'll allow her, we'll even put it up to the camera. We'll allow her to say if this person looks dope, and we'll allow me to say it, and we'll allow our listeners to say it. And we'll try to determine if you're just like trying to dress for the trends or you have actual true style. Actual style. We can tell you because we both are dope dressed. Part of the reason that I even dated Natasha in the first place is I was like, I like her style. She's looking fly. And I feel like the same might be true of me. Yeah, Mosh, you look great. I Thank like Thank you, it. my dearest darling. And it's nobody's business if I grow a mustache. So everybody go fuck yourselves. Well, it is funny that we're having this conversation while I'm literally in my pajamas. <laughs> well, you look good. You look good no matter what you do. You, you know why you look good no matter what you do? Because you're a goddess. You look perfect. You know what it is? It's just like these days, I, I was thinking this the other day. 
I think the dog wants to go inside. Okay, this dog that we're staying with, not our dog, is it's howling. Like howling. I, dogs are so. Do you just, want me to go do it? I'll listen. Let's play a secret, and while we do that, Natasha, you can go let the dog in. Okay. Hi, Moshe, Natasha. I have a secret. So when I was 12 or 13, I signed up for this website. I don't remember what it was called, but basically parents sign up for it when they're struggling financially to ask for things like diapers or formula, and another stranger will buy it for them. Um, so like I said, I was like 12 and I signed up for it and I asked for a shirt from Hollister or something. And I made this like sad story about, I was pretending to be a parent. I made this sad story about how I can't afford it. And everybody at school is making fun of my kid because she doesn't have nice clothes. And so I posted that and I posted the shirt and somebody ended up buying it for me and sending it to me. And at the time, I was just so excited. But now that I'm older, looking back, it just makes me feel so bad that somebody did that. And I don't know, I just kind of feel like a piece of shit. So anyway, love the podcast. Thanks, guys. This seems like a simple guilt to absolve yourself of. First of all, it's just a shirt. But also, there's a scene in uh, in Gandhi. I'm sure I've referenced this before. But it's basically right in the, in the height of the... Uh, Muslim Hindu kind of violence right around the partition of Pakistan and uh, and a guy runs in and he's like I just killed a child and I just killed a Muslim boy and Gandhi says you have to adopt a uh, a, a, a Muslim orphan whose parents have been killed in this violence and raise him as your own but also raise him as a Muslim so basically that's what you have to do you have to go to a site or a similar site and buy someone buy four people a Hollister shirt of their very own, and then you will be forgiven. Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. I have a secret. I am completely in love with my best friend's boyfriend. Also, bring back Kevin with Tosh. I want to see Moshe twerk again. Bye. (laughs) Sounds like you're in love. Is Natasha your best friend? That's oh, a hard that's one. It's so fall. hard, but you have to tell yourself that could, you might not be completely, really in love because it's so laden with so much stuff. It might be slightly like not delusional, but not exactly what you think it is. I know we've talked about this before, but I am just so confused at the, even the idea of being in love with someone that you have no romantic connection with. Like this idea of like being in love with someone from afar. Like that's not love. That's just like a dumb infatuation. You think? How is it love if you don't have romance with the person? What? That doesn't even make sense to me. That's like I have a crush. You imagine a life with them. That's crazy. I mean, I imagine myself as a gigantic movie star. You do? Well, no, I'm just saying like, that's not love isn't based on like, oh, I had a, fa- that's a delusion. You should say, oh, I have a delusional obsession with my boyfriend, my best friend's boyfriend. I mean, you, if you're not dating that person, you're not in love with the person. And if you're not in love with that person, you know, it's delusional. You can just move on to something that's a better idea. And another thing you can tell yourself, which might help is, I mean, your best friend's partner is off limits. Yeah, that's so true. You just have to kind of tell yourself that, you know? I mean, honestly, I'd say probably any married person for me who it wasn't like, yeah, 
arranged to be open, like, I just feel like they have to be off limits. You know what else I don't really respect, though, a great deal? Hmm. It's this idea of, like, oh, my friend dated that person, so I can't date that person ever. No, that's different. That is different. No, it's totally different. But it just reminded me of that. Like, your best friend's partner is off limits, but when you're not maybe your best friend, but when your friend dates someone and then they break up, this whole idea of like, yeah, they're off, they're gone forever. It's just like, what are you, a caveman? Like, my mom, uh, her best friend married my dad right after her, and and then they got divorced. Well, see, it doesn't ever work, but they were that was very contentious. And my mom said that you know, I think they both used to like him, and then my mom got him, and then the other one got him. You know what else I don't understand and I've never understood? Hmm. This idea of like, my my. My partner is cheating on me. I'm mad at the person he's cheating with. Unless it's like so, your your friend who you feel betrayed by. Yes, that makes sense. But it's like... What if she ra- knew she was having sex with a married man? So what? The person that violated the trust agreement is not this stranger. What are you out crusading for morality? Or are you actually just mad at the person who betrayed your trust and you're trying to take it out on someone? It's just so stupid to me to be like, you knew he was married when you fucked him in the first place. It's like it's a stranger. Who cares what she did? That's what I think. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's listen to another one. Let's do it. Hi, guys. My secret is that I am just waiting for the pandemic to be over to get out of my serious long-term relationship. Um, It just feels so over to me, but I'm nervous to go through a breakup at the same time that a pandemic is happening and I can't see my friends or go out. So I'm just pretending I'm still in love and into it. And I've told no one that I am just tapping my fucking foot waiting for the vaccine so that I can be free. <laughs> oh, that is depressing. I know, that but poor guy. Imagine imagine a relationship that you were kind of on the fence about at the beginning of the pandemic. I know. You were kind of like walking in you're walking in to break have the breakup conversation and all of a sudden it's like COVID nineteen variant coming to the California coastline. <laughs> Stay at home orders are in full effect starting Make sure now. To buy enough rice. Yeah, you're like, uh, <laughs> I'll ride this out for a second. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer here is. I was thinking today that couples counselors must be making enough money during the pandemic to retire. Straight bank. <laughs> They're just like, because it's just so hard, you know. Um, I don't know if I would want to spend six more. It's up to you. I wouldn't want to spend six more months living in a lie and like having to have sex with someone I secretly was like counting the seconds till I could dump them. But there's also this idea. If, that, if it's easiest for you and that's all you can deal with, I understand. But there's also this idea. Everybody always worries about themselves so much in a relationship and they almost leave out the equation that there's another human being on the other end of it. Don't you think maybe this guy would like to be able to like start making bumble connections with people in the pandemic so that when finally he gets his vaccine, he can go out and start having a dating life rather than being, uh, you know, tricked into thinking he's living in a romantic utopia until the moment the pandemic ends. And you're just like, I'm out of here. But here's the thing. We're all in survival mode more than we've ever been. So maybe that's her survival mode and that's what she needs to do to be able to get through this. Well, so 
Yeah, you're right. Also, there's this idea of like, well, he's going to be the sad one when, when she leaves. Maybe she doesn't want to leave him in his deepest depression by himself in a pandemic. Maybe she is being compassionate. I don't know the answer, but I know I want to hear another secret. Hey, Melissa and Natasha. I love you guys. You're hilarious. Love you, My too. Name is Jen. I live in L.A. What's up, Jen? And I've got a secret that I have been holding on to for way too long for no good reason. And here it is. When I was a young, naive music journalist living in New York, working at Details, I was given this assignment to interview a bunch of icons. And the, <clears throat> the premise was, where are they now? Which is never flattering for them. But I, uh, I started interviewing. I had a lot of phone calls. And then one of them I met in person, and that interview ended up becoming a rather steamy, X-rated email relationship. And we went back and forth, um, super hot. We got together a couple times in person. But maybe more intriguing to the story than the fact that I was with this famous punk rocker in this kind of way is the fact that he refused. We never had sex because he refused to wear a condom. And he had this notorious reputation of being a big slut and a longtime heroin addict. So I never actually had sex with him. So that kind of sums it up okay thanks uh no it doesn't sum it up (laughs) who the fuck was it you fucking monster well it's who are they where are they now who was it it's an anonymous secrets hotline say her name and that she worked for details magazine well how about keeping that doesn't details (laughs) magazine teach you which details to add to the story take out the name of the magazine take out your own name add the name of the guy tommy lee (laughs) well he's not a punk rocker that's true who could it be it does famous slut it does lead me to the we'll we'll think of it but it does lead me to the question is that completely inappropriate i don't know like if i had a super connection to someone that i was interviewing and i was single and i probably would fuck it so that's that's okay i think so and why is someone who's a famous ex-heroin addict and you know philanderer not want to wear a condom because condoms aren't punk love there was three things we wanted to bring down yeah the (laughs) the government the old way of thinking and 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 rubbers (laughs) <laughs> but like STDs, they're That's pretty punk. undeniable. That's punk. Be- pregnancy, I'm not even thinking about. That's babies so are so rude. punk. Parenthood. Then you have to have like a baby with one of these guys. Oh. A bottle of that set to me. I'm clean. You? <laughs> no, I've been tested, love. X-rated emails. I don't think I've ever had those. I'm embarrassed to say. You know what's really bad is that I've seen some of them. Mm-hmm. Like since oh, I've after been, since I've been married, and now my mind is in a different place. And what I thought at the time was like me being like really like seductive and sultry is just so horny and pathetic. It's just like there's n- nothing you think of. You're like your brain is so hot when you're you're just horny. So you think you're being more interesting than you are. You're really just going like I'm plump, oh rock hard. I'm rock hard and I want to, you know, my, 
I used to rock hard on stage, and now I'm rock hard in my pants. You think it's Sid Vicious? He's dead, right? Wait, I'm, that's so annoying because the way she no, was talking about it asshole. is that he was like really famous. I know. I know. It's not Billy Idol? No, he's not a <laughs> punk rocker, Moshe. Uh, you think it's Billy Joe Armstrong? No, because he's really famous. He wouldn't be in Where he Are They Now? He wouldn't be Where Are They Now? Uh, so the lead singer of Rancid? Maybe, but I feel like it's someone we all know on a first name basis. But also, she said famous slut. And heroin addict. Uh, guys, we need to crowdsource this. Who was the punk rocker? You guys can figure this out better than we can. Send us your best guesses. And, and let's Jen, see. don't worry if he finds out that it was you. Oh. Because these guys, they've done. if they did that to you, like, no offense, but he's probably done it like 6,000 times. So he I don't wear condoms, love. <laughs> I stole of this punk shit. And I don't wear condoms, love. That's a product of, that's a rule-based. That's what rule followers do. People that go with the norms, the status quo, love. I won't be wearing anything like that. Behead the queen. Suck my dick. Bollocks. Bollocks, mate. Train spotting. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was very loud. Well, I love you. I love you, too.